he doesn't do anything on the YouTube channel. Like you do the descriptions. I upload the video. Mix does the thumbnails. What the fuck is that guy doing on the YouTube <laughs> The answer is Epstein's Island. What is the question? I think the question is, what is the place where Stephen Hawking can finally say, ooh, I like that black hole. Drop your pants and show me how to dance. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Critical Banter, the unserious podcast by Aussie Corporates for Aussie Corporates. On this week's episode, we have two, dare I suggest, seminal segments. First one, what is the question? We're bringing it back. And the second segment for today is compare and contrast the tier list segment, Australian chocolates. We're going through them all. We're finding out the definitive best Australian chocolate. But before that, throughout the week, we've got me, Miguel. We have Senny. Hello. We have Cushy. Yes, sir. And we don't have Rohit and we would love to take this opportunity to just talk about some of the shenanigans this man has put us through, the fucking trials and tribulations he has put us through and himself through. So who wants to kick off? We've got fucking plenty. This has been building for months. We've been, we keep, <laughs> we keep talking about it. Oh, an episode where Ro's not here. We should all just bring up all the stuff that we've seen and that's happened. When did we, because what I'm about to show you is essentially, we, we of course have a YouTube channel. If you don't, please subscribe. But uh, <laughs> Sometimes what happens is a certain person here in the podcast leaves it logged in and decides to treat it as their own channel. So this person starts to watch videos as if it's their own channel. Yeah, because well, we all have access to it. Yeah. So, you know, you might accidentally forget to switch out of the account. Checking some analytics or whatever. And then, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sen and I located this fine, I'd say, mid last year somewhere. A long time yeah, ago. We, disco we discovered this first quirk, maybe. Yeah, I want to say maybe six, seven months ago. And yeah. we've just. Let it develop. Yeah, we've let it dip. I remember we, we had a meeting and we were like, oh, this, this is great content. And then Ro was like, what are you guys talking about? We're like, yeah, settle down, settle down. All right, we'll, we'll get through it in a bit. So six months later, we've arrived and I want to go through a YouTube watch history and more specifically the videos that are being watched that are not critical banter. So of course you have episode 207, the Scammer Gets Scammed, the Critical Beautiful. Banter Podcast class. Then we have, I Venmo requested a hundred billionaires. <laughs> What the fuck is this? Oh no, that's when Rohit was on his thing like, oh, I'm going to beam request a billion a people, a dollar uh, of a billion people, and I'm going to try and get a billion dollars. So you can really see where his head is at. Okay. So th this is, by the way, end of July. Okay. And so the, I think this is the part where maybe the three of you also started editing TikToks. Okay. And so he searched up how to import custom fonts in CapCut. Fair enough. <laughs> and then the next day, Inside the customs and border protection scam. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is, I think, because the next few are all scams. I don't know if it much be exactly what you're talking about. Pranking scammers featuring Mark Rober. When scammers lose to ransomware, full four hour call. And I could see it's completely watched. Well, what's the name hours. of the channel? <laughs> this was by Moore Kitboga. Oh, no, because I know me and Ray bonded over scamming yeah. videos before. So Is it that other guy who wears like sunglasses he's, or whatever? He's got like a blue, he's got blue hair. Not Ninja oh, with a low taper yeah. fade. It's <laughs> like some other blue, guy with blue hair. And then he's got later, this is now in September. So it looks like in August he took a bit of a break. No, he logged on to the right channel. <laughs> <laughs> he got. I hired special forces to beat my friends at paintball. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? And then he gets a little bit, a little bit serious. Max Marchione on independent thought and the value of courage. Oh yeah, mm, so self development. Yeah, good on your own. Less than five hundred views though. So what the uh, hell yeah, is I don't he know watching? Where he's found this? And then <laughs> the very next video is how to find sequences in Premiere Pro. <laughs> 
which I have to say, I'm a little bit worried because the man was had been editing for two months since that point in time. And a sequence is the first step. <laughs> I hope that video is like 30 seconds. It's two, two minutes, 36 seconds. <laughs> and then he's got um the EFM D30 iPhone case by Officeworks. <laughs> It's, it's like a, a review or something. It's just 17 seconds of the actual case. What? A 360 view of the case. That's it. <laughs> what is this guy doing? Yeah. And then he's gone to Misfit Minds, a popular channel. Oh, yeah. Helping a nerd lose his V-card featuring Angela White. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and for our uninformed listeners, look up who Angela White is. And then he goes, <laughs> then these next two videos are there. He goes, he's just watching clips. Seinfeld. Why do they call it Oval Team? That might have been me, actually. Okay. That I'll put my hand up. That might have been me. I'm not sure if the next clip is you, but I unfortunately cannot pronounce this. The video is in Chinese. The text is in Chinese. And it's an 18-minute video of two iPhones being compared as far as I can see from the thumbnail. I really hope it's in English. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's Korean as it's well. Korean. There you go. Korean. <laughs> what he's watching. Oh, and then he's got exes look through each other's phones. The unlocked is cut. cut video? That's cut. Video. Yeah, cut video. And then we've got um, Christopher Plowman and Sword Gordhammer. AI, generosity, and building a conscious platform. Fair enough. <laughs> it's all over the platform, this man. And then the very next video, two hours, 45 minute timer. That's it. <laughs> I've, I've seen that. Someone keeps watching timer videos on the YouTube, like a three hour timer or a two hour. Just bro, just set a timer on your phone. <laughs> he also has like eight hours brown but, brown noise. Brown noise. Yeah. That's the one I he's so funny, bro. Why is he watching eight hours of brown noise, man? <laughs> like I don't understand. What was the one you said in the group chat then? Yeah, so we forgot about this for a while. And then I recently, I think maybe a month ago, I logged on onto the YouTube and I saw like I was watching our videos, and then I saw on the right a video that was already watched. And it was it's ADD slash ADHD intense relief extended ADHD focus music. It's three hours. Just for three hours. And I think he got about 25 minutes through it. And then he's ADHD. <laughs> so, Ro, log into your personal YouTube account, please. But also, what do you, what, like, obviously, whatever he's watching on the YouTube, our YouTube is what he watches on his personal YouTube. So, I just wanted an explanation about all this. Is there an explanation, perhaps? I honestly just think he just forgets. But the thing is, I don't know why he's on the YouTube at all. He doesn't do anything on the YouTube channel. Like, you do the descriptions. I upload the video. Mix does the thumbnails. What the fuck is that guy doing on the YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> the man's doing nothing. Do we need to revoke his access? <laughs> That's what I'm like. What, I think what happens is perhaps he logs in because he's the one who handles the emails. And so maybe oh, he logs into the email. Yeah, because the Gmail is linked to That's it. That's what I'm thinking what happens. Uh, but still, like, bro. Don't give this man a, an excuse. And all so right. speaking of revoking his access, <laughs> uh, the, the YouTube is one thing that we all have shared. The other thing that we have shared is obviously the business bank account that we have. Which we all have individual cards. And, and we all, now that we have moved from, and we talked about this earlier yeah. on the podcast, when we moved from Bankwest to now CBA, we all now have individual cards. And Manu, you were doing a little audit of, the bank account. Yeah, because um the other day we ran out of funds, right? So we get charged for a bunch of things automatically. And something got declined, right? So I'm like, all right, let me dive in. Let's see where our money's at. And then if we need to put more money in, we'll put more money in and pay for, I think Adobe it was, right? Mm. And so I'm scrolling through and I have a look through. Um, and then I go on there and then I see a couple transactions for Squarespace and Google G Suite. <laughs> and, then so, and then I see two lots of these, right? 
one set in Thursday, um, not Thursday, November, and one set in December. It's a monthly. Yeah. And as well in the Thursday one, there's a $4 payment to AliExpress. It's going to be us. Right. And then, so like before this, I heard from my partner as well, going around a lot is some, there's some CBA scams or credit card scams. I don't know how they're doing. Maybe they're skimming or random card generator or something. So I'm like, maybe we've been done here. Maybe we got to go to the higher authorities and sort of sort this out. So I put in our group chat, anyone do these transactions? You know, these two fine young gentlemen reply straight away. Kush is like, nah, it's not me. And then sends like, oh, it wasn't me, but I'll, you know, check when I get home, whatever. Ro takes a million years to reply. And then he's like, fuck, what did he say? I think he said it because you asked whose card is this ending in those four oh, numbers. Yeah, because yeah, you two said it's not you. Yeah. So then I'm like, I saw in the transactions, the card number was there. So I'm like, okay, whose card ends in this number? So then, you know, Kush was probably at home, says no. Ro- Sen probably didn't have his card, but he's like, I'll check at home. And then I know my card number. So I'm like, this can be one man and one man only, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and I'll let him verify. All right. So then he replies, oh, weird. That's my card. And then I said, oh, did you cop anything on Google Suite or Squarespace? Before answering my question, he's like, how are you seeing this? <laughs> Very defensive. Right. And then he's like, yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I think that was for my other business. Um, I paid for all those sort of things. And I'm like, how have you used the wrong card? And then he's like, wait, I'm confused. Is, and then he sends a card number. Is that a critical banter card? And I'm like, brother, what is the name on the front of the card? And then he says, my name. <laughs> but our cards have like all our names on it or yeah. our business name on it, yeah. right? So like, obviously he has a card that has only his name. So I'm also confused here. Well, does your other business have a card or whatever? <laughs> and then he goes, I've checked both cards and they both end in the same number. What are the odds of that? That's crazy, right? <laughs> so he's like, I'll refund the card. And then he does a refund, whatever. And then um, and then he said, okay, I've transferred it. And then I said, oh, should we move it to our savings account just so we don't have the money in there so we don't get charged for other things? And he's like, yeah, it should be in there. I look in the card and then it says transfer from XXX29, right? The money in. And then right after that, same day, it says transfer out from XXX29. So he's transferred the money into our business account from his other business. And then he's transferred it straight back to the business. So then I'm like, did you just transfer it to yourself? And then he's like, yeah, I did. And then he sorted that out. And then there's one more thing this man has done. So Sen said he's got the YouTube, he's got the business account. We've also got the Instagram, right? Oh yeah. So that's the this. third thing we shared, right? <laughs> so we all, you know, transparent, we all share responsibility of replying to people, replying yeah. to DMs, whatever, right? And then we got a, a DM that, you know, someone greeted us a happy new year. This man replied, happy new near man, brother. <laughs> Say that again. Happy New Near N-E-A-R Man Brother. <laughs> Happy New Near Man Brother. <laughs> How do you type those series of words? I'll, I'll, miss, I'll understand the first one. The Near Year. All yeah, right. Yeah, Something yeah. happened around the Man Brother. Man brother. brother. 
<laughs> Happy New Year, man, brother. Oh, man, dude, this guy needs to be kept in check. <laughs> like he has to be kept in check. We need to audit whatever this guy. I think he needs him. like view only access or something, man. He's a menace. I'm getting getting a little worried now, boys. I'm getting a little worried. So yeah, we're as you can tell, we're running this podcast with a literal disabled <laughs> man, <laughs> an actual handbrake on our business. <laughs> he, bro, he took funds out of our account. <laughs> Oh, oh my days. Speaking of being meta, we're on that theme anyway. Uh, we had a new intro. I don't know if the listeners heard mm. that right at the start. Uh, well, give us your thoughts if you if you agree with what we just said. Um, Is it an apt description of who we are? Because late night show, we thought we're getting further and further away. Yeah, we're going through a bit of an identity crisis here at the podcast. So we're just trying to figure out who we are. Um, so we'd love to get some feedback if you thought that was a good description. And if we hear nothing, we're going to assume it's good and we're going to keep going with it. Alrighty, our game today is what is the question? We haven't done this in four eons. I want to say. Yeah, baby. More than. I don't think we did it when, in 2022. When was COD Warzone popular? 2020. We definitely we flogged it to death in 2020. And I reckon we lingered about in 2021 as well. Two years, you reckon? And I reckon since 2022, 23. Sorry, 23. Oh, shit. We're in 2024. Two years and a bit. So it might have been, yeah. It's definitely been over a year, I reckon. Yeah. So a rehash of what the segment is then. What is it? We've each got some prompts that are answers, and then we're going to get the other two to give us some questions, you know, some comedic questions about what we think the question for that answer is. Yeah. And then whoever's got the prompt will decide who the winner is, the funnier answer. You're the, you're the what do they call it? The answer czar. You know, like- Picard's card czar. Where is that from? Cards Against Humanity. humanity. Oh, dude, I haven't played that game in yonks. <laughs> I always say no when everyone <laughs> Yeah, it. I remember in 2020, I think it was, in COVID, we COVID. played so much of the online cards and that yeah. was it. Because after a while, you see all the cards. I'm like, fuck, I've seen this answer so many times. Oh, we know what's coming. Donald Trump is coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. All righty. I guess I'll start us off. I've got five for you boys. So the first one, the answer is 37 minutes. What is the question? I think the question is, what are two time frames we are expected to last in bed and in a game of Frisbee? Mm. 37 whole ass 37 minutes. Seven minutes. Play. All right, Miguel, what have you got? I believe the question is, how long did Kush spend on hold with Dell? <laughs> <laughs> he wishes it was only 37 yeah, minutes. Yeah, you wish, man. All right, I'm going to have to give that one to Miguel. Next one. The answer is Epstein's Island. What is the question? I believe the question is, where do priests go for their initiation camp? <laughs> Very nice. All right, Kush. I think the question is, what is the place where Stephen Hawking can finally say, ooh, I like that black hole. Drop your pants and show me how to dance. <laughs> Dude, you keep Stephen Hawking's name out of your mouth, but I'll, I'll give you that one. You That's crazy. That, that was a bar and a half, bro. <laughs> All right, next one. The answer is 2.5 meters. What is the question? I think the question is, how long do I think a Frisbee field should be so that our team can finally win? Mm, even then, <laughs> I reckon you're pushing it. <laughs> I believe the question is, how long does the average American think 12 inches is? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That is good. I'll give you that one, Manu. So Manu, two one up. The answer is Joe Biden. What is the question? I believe the question is, how would you describe severe dementia and arthritis in two words? Poor man, dude. He's not even here. He can't even defend yeah, himself. There's no need to do Joseph like that. Sleepy. Bush, what do you got? I think the question is, what is the name where I unsuccessfully complete a Joe Mama joke because he's the US president? 
I like both of them. Uh, I'm going to give you half a point each. Oh, okay. Half a point each all right, there. all right. So currently it's two and a half to Manu, one and a half to Kush. So Kush, yep. final one here. You can even it up, kind of. The answer is Australia Day. What is the question? I think the question is, what day allows 56-year-old slightly racist Julie Parsons to safely express her racist <laughs> and colonial opinions? I need to do Julie like that, man. <laughs> Dude, Julie Parsons capping it, catching an absolute stray here. Julie, do to you, man. All right, Miguel, what have you got? I think the question is, what is corporate Australia's favorite day to virtue signal? Oh, <laughs> virtue signaling. I'm going to have to give that to Kush. Yeah, that's a Kush you are. Just how specific it was. <laughs> Julie, uh, if you're out there, let yeah. us know. Kush has some issues with you. This is going to take umbrage with you for a few things. All right, those were my five answers. We'll go to Miguel. You've got five as well. All righty, boys. I've got some answers for you. The first answer is, the answer is 10,000 yen. What is the question? I think the question is, what is the going rate for a rub and tug in Japan? Oh, you guys are going to Japan soon, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, you did a bit of research. He's, a very, he's a very informed man, it seems. <laughs> huh? I know where, you, where you're going to go missing, Sin. I think the question is, upon currency conversion from AUD, what did the winner of a giveaway win in yen? Mm. <laughs> meta. Very meta. Uh, is, it, is it factual? It's, it a, is. it's $103, I think, somewhere around there. Yeah. So. I'll give it to Kush, dude. He did the research. He did the (laughs) metrics. The calculations are respected. All righty, next one. The answer is five seconds. What is the question? I think the question is, how long do we actually last in bed (laughs) and in a game of Frisbee? (laughs) Fuck, dude, that hurts. Uh, That's good. That's good. Uh, I think the question is, how late does my Uber Eats driver need to be before I report him? (laughs) Both are kind of true. Poor Deepak, bro. (laughs) Um, um, I might have to give it to Kush again, bro. I like the callback. Yeah, I like the callback. The callback is unreal. It is very good. Ah, Kushi's got two out of two from me. Righty, next one. The answer is a dozen eggs. What is the question? I think the question is, what do I need to make a dozen omelets? <laughs> staple, staple. It's true. It's one of the all-time greats. <laughs> one of the best formats of this show. <laughs> Kush. I think the question is, what does our natural bodybuilding suggest to eat every morning? Mm. You, are, you, are, you frequent that subreddit, do you? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Cushy, you've got it again. Oh. You've got it again. That's, I'm not paying the fucking- nah, that's, fair. that's fair. Two more for me. The answer is the Australian Open. What is the question? I think the question is, what is the common nickname between Djokovic's favorite competition and my ex's dating history? I think the question is, what does everyone pretend to watch for two weeks in January? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true. I'll give it to you, Zeddy. Oh, uh, I thought Cushions nah. was better. I personally thought Cushions was better. Because it's my, that's my pet peeve. You know, going back to last week, Austra- Sydney pet peeve, that is my pet peeve. Everyone yeah. thinks they're a tennis expert for two weeks nah, in January, that's, that's including us. Sen and I, who are going to <laughs> Melbourne this month. <laughs> to watch an actual game. Well, I think by the time this episode comes out, we would have gone and have come back. And been experts. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. All righty, might've done you hard there, Kush. That's right. Last one for me. The answer is blue eyes. What is the question? I think the question is, what is my favorite type of dragon? Mm. Ooh. I actually want to ask where it is. If you say white dragon, <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> I think the question is, what does my favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card and crush have in common? 
You did. You love that kind of joke. <laughs> I love the little one too there. Ah, cool shell, give it to you. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> so I end with six and a half. So now it's between yeah, me and, well, really, it's just you and Manu still. <laughs> so mix it on two and a half. So you're on one. <laughs> it's okay. So we, uh, well, I, we need Hail Marys here. Yeah, you need Hail Marys. If Sen goes five and oh, he ties you. Oh, that's correct. That's correct. That's crazy. All right. So moving on to my answers. The answer is Dell. What is the question? I think the question is, who did I mistakenly think was the singer of the song Rolling in the Deep? <laughs> oh, a little wordplay. Yes, sir. I believe the question is, who is my favorite three-point shooter in Charlotte Horn in history? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> who is this guy? Is there a guy called Dell? You don't know Dell Curry, Del father Curry, of Steph bro. and Seth? Dude, I was going to oh. have the exact same joke. Really? <laughs> you picked the wrong guy to give that joke to. Ah. I want to give it to you, Seth. I want to give it to you. What you. A, ah, it was good, but it's not, it's not for me. <laughs> All right. The next one. The answer is Frisbee. What is the question? I believe the question is, what word needs to be prefaced with ultimate to sound remotely cool? <laughs> that's good. I think the question is, what do I stay up at night thinking deeply about? Okay. Yeah. No, nah, it's going to mix. <laughs> All right. Next one. The answer is NYPD. What is the question? I think the question is, what four letters can strike fear into any African-American's heart? <laughs> I believe the question is, what is a synonym for pigs? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you, Mick. I'll give it to you for that one. All right, two more to go. The answer is lizard. What is the question? I believe the question is, what do you call a reptile that typically has a long body and tail, four legs, movable eyelids, and a rough, scaly, or spiny skin? Oh, dear. I think the question is, I'm due to face court for trying to illegally import what animal? <laughs> I'll give it to you, Sen. I'll give it to you for that one. All right, last one. The answer is machines. What is the question? I think the question is, after the Chinese, who does my 95-year-old paranoid neighbor think is going to take over the world? <laughs> and lastly, I think the question is, who will be Amazon's employee of the year for 2024? <laughs> yeah, that goes to you, Migs. That's good. That's good. Woo! So we end that one. Hope you enjoyed that at home. Kush, I think, wins on 6.5. I think you also got 6.5. I think I got 5.5. I got three there and I had 2.5. No, I only got one in that one. Oh, no, I got two. You're right. So I got five and a half. Sen, you got three. Three. Well done. If you've got better questions at home, let us know. Ladies, let's kick off the new year with a toast to Manscaped our go-to for grooming greatness. As we embrace 2024, it's time to elevate our men's self-care routine with Manscaped's new performance package 5.0 Ultra, the ultimate confidence booster for any man. And here's a little gift from us to you. Use code TCB for exclusive 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Have him join 9 million men worldwide who've already elevated their game with Manscaped TM. Because a well-groomed man is the best kind of present. Cheers to a fabulous new year. Kush, mm. Manscaped, Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. Why should the people at home get it? We say this so many times, but if you really want the smoothest trim on the most sensitive of skins in your body, just get the trimmer, man. Just get the trimmer because you're going to be feeling so, so good after that trim and so will others. Hey, by the time you drop Absolutely. that answer. So. Exactly. Exactly. And included in this bundle is a brand new lawnmower 5.0 ultra, the weed whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer, 
the essential aftercare products like the Crop Soother Ball Aftershave Lotion and Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. And two free gifts. What are those free gifts? The Boxes 2.0 and the Shed 2.0 toiletry bag. Resolutions may come and go, but a well-groomed man is here to stay with Manscaped's latest and greatest. Start the new year right, because when you look good, you feel good. Embrace the confidence that comes with a well-groomed you. Manscaped, helping you sculpt the best version of yourself for the new year ahead. So with that, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TCB at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code TCB. Happy new year to his balls. We're back with Compare and Contrast, the tier list episode. It's been a while since we've tier listed. Probably not, but it feels like it has. And uh, this week we're taking a trip down memory lane. Maybe for our new listeners, you might not know this, but a few years ago we did our original tier list of Australian chocolates. So we're here in 2024. We're going to do an update to it. Revamped version. Revamped version. You know, my palate has grown, I would say, in the last few years. So maybe there's some chocolates before that I didn't rate. And I may be right now. That's we a lie. spent I don't. three years trying these Thinking chocolates. about chocolates. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now we Touring eat. Sydney for <laughs> some chocolates. So we've got about 15, you know, run-of-the-mill chocolates you can get at your Woolies and Coles. Um, we'll run through them and tier list them. All righty. We'll start us off with a very big name. First one we'll look at is Mars. I'm indifferent to a Mars bar. Really? It's a, I don't know the last time I have gone out and purchased a Mars bar. It's that just is there, true. you know, it just exists. It's like, it's like all those middle-aged people suffering an identity crisis. That's what Mars bars it's is. It's like us. Pretty much. Yeah. Like us. It's just there in the store. Will you ever buy it? Uh, I haven't bought a Mars bar, I reckon in 10 years. But also at the same time, if there is a wide variety of chocolate bars, the Mars might be one of the first few I might pick up. Honestly, no, it's not. Really? I'm not picking up. If you gave me a box of, I know it's not in a favorites box, but if you gave me a box of, you know, assorted chocolates, I don't think Mars is in the top five. You like Mars pods. I love Mars pods, but that's because it's in pod form, you know? (laughs) It's not the bar. We're talking about the bar here. Yeah, the the natty bar itself, I'm not the biggest fan of. Is it a lack of nuts, lack of texture? It's it's just sticky, man. I don't like the stickiness to it. Yeah. And it's not, you know, supported by taste. Yeah, the filling is one homogenous, sticky, gooey, it's something. Tastes, it tastes plain, and I feel like more recently it's tasting more and more plasticky. Mm. It doesn't taste like actual caramel and whatever the other thing in it is. So in terms of the tier list, you know, all things considered, where yeah. is it going? I have my respect for Mars. You know, it's an absolute stalwart of the genre. It's, yeah. but it's you know, you're not you're not writing home about getting a Mars bar. You know, you're not over the moon about getting a Mars bar. It's a very much <sighs> middle if, of the road. If I say serviceable, what do you say? I think it's perfectly in serviceable because I know for a fact I will be choosing it over some other chocolates. Yeah, absolutely. Like but it it's not your, you're not buying it and it's not your first choice in an assortment. No. Dare I say it's last resort then? I'm not buying it. No, last resort is like if I'm fucking need a chocolate. Yeah. And if it's true. there, I'm like, oh, but I need something. That's true. a last resort. And, right. then, and there are times where you definitely are craving a mask, but every now and then you might hang every leap on. year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, true. you know, we'll put into service. Serviceable. All right. Next up, we have Mars's friend, Snickers. <laughs> Snickers, I feel, you know, it's Mars, as you said, it's a Mario to Luigi. It's Mars's mm. brother. Mm. It's a Mars bar with nuts in it. But who is the Batman and Robin? And if we're talking about 
Snickers and Mars. Is Snickers the Batman or is Mars the Batman? Mars is absolutely the Robin. Mm. Snickers is clear of Mars. It's not even close. Yeah, I would agree. I think the Snickers just has it because of the nuts, man. The nuts nice. just adds so much to it. Who doesn't text, like a bit of nuts? The texture does it for. Hey? So then the nuts would be the extra texture. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, but, yeah, okay, so we're saying it's better than Mars. Yeah. Are we saying it's therefore. Are we saying goat tier even or? No, no, no. Let's, no, no I'm not goat tier. Not goat tier. Definitely not goat tier, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't mind purchasing a Snickers bar. I was going to say, I, I reckon in the last year I've gone to Woolies, you know, I've, pick perused, it up. I've perused the chocolate and I reckon I've picked up a Snickers. So you go on aisle seven, you know, yeah. chocolates and confectionaries. <laughs> yeah. You're going to the single serve chocolates. <laughs> you see all of them are 30% off. Snickers is catching your eye. I reckon I'm picking I think up it a is Snickers. absolutely. All right, fair enough. So where are we putting it? Good. I reckon Snickers in it's the good. It's good. All right, next up we have. Kinder Bueno. I am a slut for Kinder Bueno. I've never been a fan. Really? I've Sorry? I've never been a fan of Kinder Bueno. How dare you badmouth <laughs> a Kinder Bueno? That might be one of my go-to yeah, purchases really? off the shelf. Yeah. Kinder Bueno white. Ooh, I only That used to, is a banger and a half. I only used to buy them with that little toy inside. Oh, you mean the eggs? The egg. Yeah, the Kinder it? Surprise. We ain't talking about the We're surprise, bro. We're not talking about the egg. Wait, what's the- We're talking about the long bar, little Come wafer on. in it. Get your phone, put up a, find a picture, send I will you waffle on about a, it. You know what a Kinder, Kinder Bueno is. It comes Dude. in a stick. It's, you can snap it into individual blocks. On the bottom, there's some sort of, what is like it? Like wafer. Hate, no, and then it's coated with some sort of like- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Powdery oh. something. And then the, the feeling for me is what makes it- Oh banger. my god! I I've never been a fan for this. Have you even had one, Kush? I actually have had one. I think I think it's contradictory. You have this wafer, and you also have this creamy sort of texture, as you said. But they don't work well together. Like sometimes I'm biting into the wafer, and it's this really odd, like mm. tasty wafer, and then comes in the cream part, and it's like it's like a little one-two, you know. Not, I think same. it is well balanced. Yeah, I think it's very well balanced. For me, balanced. Kinder Bueno reminds me of childhood. It reminds me of being, you know, an eight-year-old kid. I went to Woolies with my mom. I would always pick up a Kinder Bueno. It comes in two sticks. Two sticks. You eat if you're one. not feeling it, you can share the other one or save it for later. Yeah, you eat one on the way home and then another one later on when you're at home. The plastic wrapping with the gold tab, you just- uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, I will say the, there is a bit too much plastic for me. In that uh, one, it saved the environment, but it's, it is an unreal chocolate bar. I'm putting it in good tier. I don't care what you guys say. For me, it's a Kinder Nuabeno. What no bueno. No bueno. No bueno. Where would you I'm put putting it muy bueno. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it second last, man, in my opinion. Second last. It's a that's, last resort for dude, me. That's disrespectful. To, like, genuinely, it is a very a good hot take. Hot take, you say? That is a very hot take. Okay. I am slightly pushing goat tier for me, personally. It's on the same level as Snickers for me. All right. All right. Put it in. Um, it is what it is. All right. Next up, we have an Australian classic, Caramello Koala. I remember when we blind ranked chocolate, or I blind ranked chocolate a few weeks, months ago at this point. You gave me, Kush, you gave me Caramello Koala in my top five, and I think I put it number five. I would agree. And I stand by it. I think it is the worst caramel variation in this multiverse of chocolates. I'm not a fan. I don't think the caramel works well in the koala. No. It's like- It's like a a cheap caramel. Yeah. It's also incredibly sticky. Yeah. And the taste is so overpowered on the caramel side. Like there's actually no balance. You no. know how normally caramels is like, I don't know how to describe it, but you know when you have your caramel or your Kit Kat caramel, caramel one, it's, it's just a, enough. It's a nice, a fine line between yeah. being overpowering and that perfect blend. And this one, it is chocolate and caramel. So yeah. there should be a balance between the two, but there just never is. You know what the worst part about a caramel quality sometimes? When you get 
the koala unopened yet. And yeah, it's been a bit through wear and tear and you open it up and the camera has leaked all over the wrapping. Oh yeah, And then horrible. you try and handle it and it's all over your fingers and it's all sticky and everything. Oh, it's disgusting. And then if you really want the camera, you have to suck it out of the fucking it's wrapping. Like, it's like a super duper at that yeah, point. Yeah, dude, <laughs> exactly. it can get a bit festy. Well, I don't mind a caramel koala, but it is overrated. Very overrated. Very, it is overrated. Is it overrated? Does anyone rate it anymore? I think it is well rated in like the iconic Australian zeitgeist, yeah. you know? You know, I-, I I think it had its place. I was a Caramella Koala fan back in like, I reckon 2014, 2013 in year 10, 11. So when the bloke comes around with the yeah. Freddo mixed um, fundraiser box, yeah, in high are you picking guy, out a Caramella Koala? Yeah. When the guy came around with the fundraiser box, I always went for the Caramella. But dare I suggest that's because half of them are strawberry, mint. Strawberry was one other, well. other poo flavors. Or the original. You either picked up the caramel or the original. It was always the original for me. Look, caramel koala is like when Ford beat Ferrari in that race one time, you know? It's done. It's time is done. Yeah, you know? the it's, year is over. Yeah, it's done. It's time for them to retire. And for that, I think I think it's a last resort. Is it a oh I was gonna say this Would trash, you pick up a caramel koala and eat it? You know what? I think, yeah, Kush is right. Last resort, if push came to shove, yeah. If there was a few, you know, chocolates left and a few poo ones, I would probably pick like up. Like if you're at a party and that's what's left in the bowl, I'll still take it. I'll still take yeah, it. Yeah, there are some chocolates I know for a fact I will not eat. Exactly. So, yeah. That's why I can't put it trash. Exactly. All yeah. right. Caramel Koala goes straight into last resort. Oh, TikTok will love that one. All righty. Next up, we have another Australian classic. We have Dairy Milk. So just your normal run-of-the-mill Cadbury dairy milk. Glass and a half full. Yeah, it's the classics. It? Run the classics. Man. It is. It is. Uh, whatever it is. But I think recently the formula has changed. I think I've read something like that, yeah. You've noticed some chemical Dude, change. I swear the ta- if you could go back in time and you could go back to your childhood and yeah. taste the dairy milk and compare it to the dairy milk today, there is a noticeable difference. Uh, run, run me through. Well, what's the difference? Is it the, what is this? The it texture? Tastes, is it the chocolate? Have you tried like a Hershey's or like one of those American chocolates? But that's like more chemically, like you can taste the so chemicals it's, on it. It's gone from being more milky to being more like that plasticky, you know, chemically. My friends, the cost of cocoa has gone up and the cost of milk has gone up. How is the cost of cocoa? Isn't it just It's all, skyrocketed, mate. They're getting these poor little Brazilian kids to do it for like $3 <laughs> an hour or something. How is the price of cocoa Have you gone? seen how much chocolate is these days? Yeah, those those bars are like two dollars fifty now. Like the single, they used to be like a dollar. That is disappointing to see an absolute classic, you know, an Australian icon. Cadbury is Australian, right? I know for a fact multiple times after school, you know, you go to their convenience shop, get a little can. But you know what? I see a little Cadbury bar as well. I'll cop one of those as well. No problems. A little niche extra here. The if you get just the dairy milk, you get a bit more than Mm. the other bars in terms of weight. I like that as well. If I'm looking at Snickers first. The classic I, Cadbury. I think I'm still choosing the Snickers over. Yeah, I'm still choosing Really? I am picking a dairy milk what? over like 95% the, items. The normal version. In the current yes. state. In the current state, no less. Nah. I had a dairy milk bar the other day. I think it was still absolutely delightful. No, I'm going to have to respectfully disagree there. I think they've fallen off a hill um, and they are pretty expensive for what it is, which is just your normal generic milk chocolate bar. It shouldn't be that expensive. And they've also gone smaller in size. They used to be like 250 uh, grams. Now it's 180 grams or double check, whatever that is. So what are you saying? Are you saying serviceable scent? I'm saying, yeah, I would say serviceable. It's on the same level as a Mars bar for me. Like I have respect for it. I'll definitely still eat it, but there are definitely better ones and there are definitely worse ones Absolutely. as well. I this, is cra- well. this is crazy. This what? is blasphemy. This is un-Australian. You're saying some it, might say. You're saying it should be good. I'm saying it, for me, pushes goat. 
Bro. Nah. Look. So go- good minimum for me personally. I'm pretty sure 90% of the Cadbury variations are better than the main. No one. way. Yes, well, bro. we've got another dairy milk Cadbury big hitter, variation one. coming up. So we'll get to that. But right now, we're Dude, this about- is blasphemy. What are we saying? We need I'm out, but I'm outnumbered. I'm two to one, dude. Let's put it in serviceable. Sorry, it's got to be serviceable. Dude, for me. let them have it. All right, next up, I alluded to this one before, the heavy hitter, the big one. We all know where this one's going, but we'll talk about it anyway. We got Caramilk. Send it. Send it. Do we even need to discuss? No, nah, it's it. straight to the top. This is still the goat. Yeah, I was going to say, when we did this a few years yeah. ago, we had Caramilk at the top, you know, no questions asked, undisputed champion of this division. The taste hasn't changed. No. Like, it hasn't. It's still the perfect mixture Dude, of caramel. For those uninitiated, what is Caramilk? It's caramel and white chocolate. Am I Caramelized white chocolate. Yeah. Is it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Heaven's nectar <laughs> in, other, in other languages. Dude, I know. I will say the one thing I don't like is how how much they've been pumping out the caramel in other forms. Like in, caramel twirl, caramel. Yeah, exactly. They've been chucking caramel into everything. You know, you have your, there's the ice cream version of caramel. Do they even have caramel um, hot cross buns? So search for that, that when it comes to, you know, closer to Easter. That or even now, good. I've seen it at fucking Woolies. They'll be putting it out now, but- There'll be caramel hot cross buns. Sounds pretty good, man. I don't know. It's- I would prefer the normal okay. hot cross, like the dairy milk hot cross buns. So that's the only thing I have against the caramel. You know what I had the other day? You said we're at XS Espresso. Oh. A nice little cookie dough topped with caramel. My God, what an addition that caramel was. Yeah, that was the cool. molten caramel. Oh my oh. days. But like, yeah, there's caramel smoothies, there's caramel this, caramel that. So they are, you know, kind of oversaturated. But we're market. talking about the chocolate. Yeah. But talking about just the chocolate, the chocolate. alone, it's got to be this the This is go. number Don't. one. Send it. All right, caramel goes to the top. All right, next up, we have another absolute classic. We have M&Ms. And I've gone just the normal M&Ms. The milk. But I will happily hear arguments for peanut M&Ms. So I want to take you all back to a core memory I have, right? 2020 lockdown, I believe. 2020, yes? Yes. Ron, we're playing Warzone. And then, you know, we all die and we're waiting for the next game to load. And I hear Azorba Shorba say, give me one second, I'll be back. All right, we all wait. And the next thing I hear are some tiny little crunches on the microphone. And I ask, who's munching on that? And Zorba Smith gave me a lovely soliloquy on how peanut M&Ms are one of God's best creations. Mm. Do you still stand by that? I stand by that. Peanut M&Ms and caramel are always the two that I'm looking at first, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Goddamn peanut M&Ms, dude, the <laughs> crunch. Oh. He hit oh. me with a goddamn, bro. Dude, praise the Lord, I tell you that much. I got, I got peanut M&Ms last week. They're still brilliant. They lasted a day, I reckon. Oh. I absolutely demolished it. A day. That's yeah. pretty long, brother. I'm a contrarian. I got normal M&M's the other day. That lasted me a day. I'm more of a fan of the normal. I don't like the normal M&M's. I love the normal M&M's. Nah. I love it with a passion. I, I, I see nothing special in the normal M&M's. Yeah, it does nothing. nothing for me. It feels like just a gimmick. Here are some colored chocolates. That's yeah. it. Nah, dude. Back in the military, they needed chocolate that didn't <laughs> melt. They made M&M's. Is that actually how M&M's Yes. They don't melt. That is true. They don't melt, seriously? Because of the coating. They don't melt. Maybe the, the ink might or whatever, the dye might the, melt the color a little. Might, but in your hand, chocolate. it might melt. But in the package, have you ever had a molten M&M? Oh, I actually haven't. But then imagine when they made it crunchier with the peanut. You know, that's what Dude, I'm telling you. Dare I say, I'm a crispy fan as well. I've never tried it. 
Uh, You've never tried a crispy M&M. Crispy one as well. I stick to peanut. Next time, only. next time they're on sale, get some. I try put it. off by the flavor. There was like a cookies and cream one, which was there's like a brownie one. There's yeah. a honeycomb one. The brownie and the cookies and cream one were shit. Mm. Just terrible. I will say the standard M&M does nothing for me, but the peanut one. Oh. All right, let's maybe tear list just the peanut M&M then. <laughs> Actually, no, we'll do both. We can do both. Where are we putting the normal M&M? Again, I'm. I think I'm a completely different. Good. I think it's good. I'm the normal M&M. M&M. I'm happy to put it in. Put it in good? All right. For me, it was a serviceable. I know for a fact that I choose Snickers. Tell me you M&M. are at a function and you see a bowl of normal M&Ms. You're not grabbing a handful if and I enjoying it. If I see that it. or Snickers, I'm taking the Snickers. That's for sure. And then where are we putting the peanut M&Ms? Send it up. Send it I up. think, yeah. I can, res- goat. I can respect the peanut M&M. It's goaded. All right. Peanut M&M. Goaded. All right. Next one. It could be a controversial one. We have Cherry Ripe. What are your thoughts on a cherry ripe kush? I vomit every time I see Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. It's disgusting. It is repulsive. It's the worst type of red. If you're looking at the color gradients on Adobe and you see red, I don't know what the fuck they chose what's, for cherry ripe. What's the hex code for it? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably it's like F- F-Zero suck my ass is a shit <laughs> chocolate or something, dude. Dude, it's like a disgusting red. I don't know how to describe it. It's like the red that you get out of vomit or like poo or something like that. It's just not good. I love cherry, cherry and chocolate. What did you say? I love a cherry ripe. But I know that that'll be, you know, you guys will not hear a bar of it. So I'm not going to even try and argue it's this one. So Who's picking a cherry ripe? Honestly, Bro, me. I've seen countless assortments of chocolates. And what do I see left? Cherry ripe. Always it's cherry ripe. Dude, in a box of favorites, I'm going for the cherry ripe first. And then second, I'm going for the Turkish delight. <laughs> Bro, those two are the worst I will tonight. share a favorites box of you because you're going to get the poo and I'm going <laughs> to get the golden nuggets, man. He's going to get the white Cadbury. He's going to get the picnics. You're going to stick with the cherry ripe stick. That's fine. You can have all that. Um, dude, cherry ripe is a humble little chocolate that tries its best and it has its fans and it has its detractors. Well, I think it tries its fine. best, but it gets an F grade in my opinion. Trash. It's never uh, passed I have school. Never, it's, I'm, not, I'm, it's not trash. Though. No, 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 dude, no, no. Even dude. even when Willy Wonka was creating chocolate, he said, fuck cherry ripe. And that's word for word what he said. On the new Wonka movie. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Chalamet said that <laughs> out loud. down the barrel of the camera and he said, fuck your cherry ripe. <laughs> No, nah, look, Cherry Ripe has the people who love it and it has the people who hate it. So therefore it averages out to be no, absolutely no, middle of the No, night. if we look at all the chocolates here, probably 90% of the population, if they needed a dessert, yeah. they will still eat it. Cherry Ripe is getting left untouched by a I, lot of people. This has to go last. Resort. No, I, I think, think it's goes, trash. It, this goes trash, Said right. I'm sorry, but like- Let the record show. I disagree with this. Cherry Ripe is quite good. It shouldn't be in trash. Well, tough luck. It's in trash. <laughs> no. World Small's violin, mate. <laughs> All right, next up we have the Rohits of chocolate. We have Flake. <laughs> you know his nickname for me and Messenger is still Cadbury is Flake. Still? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I like Flake as a concept. As a concept, I agree. Yeah. But don't you think it's doing too much? It's like the kid who always raises their hand and, you know, it's, it's homework, sir, homework. It's, it's you all, forgot to mark the homework, that's sir. That's what Flake feels it's like to me. It's all style and no substance. Yes, yeah, a bit of show, no t- don't tell you. Dude, it's a hat and ben offer of, of chocolates, <laughs> man. <It's>, Dude, <laughs> the streets will never forget. Exactly. I dealt trapped, bro. Dude, you, you open a Flake. The second you open a Flake, you might as well get your Dyson up next to you because you're going to be cleaning that shit up for the next 10 minutes. It's just, I, I, it does do like, Do they else. purposely, like when the Woolies guys are putting it on the shelf, are they purposely crushing the shit up already? <laughs> like, dude, it, like, it starts to melt quickly. It like sheds all over you. Yeah. It still tastes good, but it's just a nightmare to eat. It is an absolute nightmare. The whole design of it, shocking. Just yeah. shocking. But I guess that's the whole point of it, right? 
does the it, light and airy does the light and airiness do anything for you? Yeah, I like it. Like in terms, like I said, in terms of taste, I, yeah. I love it. But I just always dread eating it because I know it, this shit's gonna like melt and I'm gonna have to like have it rubbed into my t-shirt I, yeah, somehow. Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to use is it. Imp- yeah, yeah. Is it improved hands? over a normal dairy milk? That is a quintessential question because it's the same chocolate, just in different format. No, I'm always no. I don't think worry. the flakiness even adds. No. Yeah, it, it dare does. I suggest detracts for the reasons you've said. So I agree. Messy eat. Yeah. But again, it's on the table and I need a chocolate and it's there. I'm not I'm not spewing at it like a cherry ripe. I'm picking it up and eating it. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Last resort then. Are we putting so we put dairy milk in serviceable. So we're saying it's one level below that. So it's a dairy milk just worsened. Yeah, I agree. Serviceable it is. All right, we have another Australian classic one here. We got Milky Bar. I am a Milky Bar kid. I love a Milky Bar. Explain what a Milky Bar is. A Milky Bar is a nice piece of white chocolate shaped in various characters. But it's white chocolate. It is white chocolate. And it's that really sweet, disgusting kind of white chocolate. The only- and I know all white chocolate is sweet before you guys start attacking yeah. me in the comments, but it's like that really over the top aggressive. There is a level chocolate. where you go too much into, yeah. into the sweetness scale. But I will say the only milky stuff that I like is the Milky Way. And I'll tell you why. I know we're not talking about the Milky no, Way. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> but I love the packaging on the Milky Way. Little, little stars, little light blue. Milky Bar's got none of that. No, it's and got they- a little kid on it. A little yeah. punchable. <laughs> Kid's got a little al- albino kid with white hair. <laughs> yeah, no need to slander the Milky Bar kid, man. <laughs> I don't know. Milky Bar to me is like, if I had all those chocolates that you just listed before, Sen, and someone offered me a Milky Bar, I'd probably say it. I'd say, no, thank you. No, thank you. You dude. keep the Milky Bar, my friend. Exactly. You're not eating a Milky Bar in any circumstance. No. Honestly, no. So. Seriously. so. No. There's no circumstance where I want to eat a Milky Bar. Yeah. Like if, oh. like you said, if there was no chocolate in the world and it was only a Milky Bar, man, I wouldn't have diabetes because I'm not touching it. It feels like outdated chocolate, you know what I mean? It's like when, you know, Aaron Finch just retired. Yeah, Say goodbye exactly. to him. That's it. He won't be remembered for too long. I'll tell you that much. Oh, that this is wasted on money. Yeah. This is crazy because I love cricket. No, Milky Bar is actually trash. Oh. Like it's genuinely trash. Like if you're saying Cherry Ripe is trash, then Milky Bar would be three levels below trash. I'll be completely honest. Milky Bar is on the same level as Cherry Ripe. No, me. it's even worse than Cherry Ripe. Like, calm down, sir. I think it's way better than Cherry Ripe. No way. Look, Look, respectfully, I disagree, but I am outnumbered once again, two to one. Where are you guys putting it? It has no redeeming qualities. It's going straight into trash. Trash. Next up, we've got a bit of a left of field one. We have Bounty. Little coconut chocolate, anyone? Any takers for this? I will give you a little um, anecdote. All right. So the other day I was in Macquarie Center and they have a nice Shout little out. donut shop in the middle. I don't know if you guys know about it. Yeah. Is that the mo- mochi one? No, no, no. no. Some one. sort of loaded, loaded. Do- loaded donut, did, no, 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 some malarkey, that. right? Yes, yes, I did see that. And I believe they closed, let's say they close at six. I got there at 5.55, right? And there's a nice little sign that says, Six donuts for, I think, $15. That's a great deal. And they are big donuts. Like, my God, I will have them. So I walked up to my Filipino brother behind the counter (laughs) who was on FaceTime with who I assume was his partner back home. (laughs) And I was trying to get some donuts. And I was trying to ask, you know, what's this one? What's this one? He didn't answer me. He put him in my box. And I am socially awkward. (laughs) So I did not have the balls to be like, I don't want that one. What is it? So I ended up getting two or three that I just wanted to inquire about, but I accidentally clicked buy now on, right? <laughs> so I've come home with a box of donuts. My God, one of them was Caramilk. One of them was Mars. Oh, oh these are great ones. One of them was Bounty. 
I saw the coconut on top and I saw a little bounty bar on top. You'll never guess which donut ended up in the bin and untouched. Bounty. The bounty. Coconut, the coconut chocolate mix that they have is not on. But I don't mind. Yeah. Coconut and chocolate should be, you know, like peanut butter and jelly. It should be one of the all time great combinations. In theory. In theory. But in practicality and execution, you tell me to my face that you like a bounty. I like a bounty. I actually don't mind bounty. <laughs> Kush? Is it high up in my esteem? No. Kush? I would say I've had a couple, but it's not, I don't despise it like cherry ripe. Yeah. But, but at the same cherry. time, I just don't like bounty. Dude, the coconut yeah. drizzle just does not work at all. One no, bit. I, I, look, I agree. I agree. I don't hate it, but I still Are you think- buying a bounty? No. No. Are you buying a bounty? No, but if someone gave it to me for free- I'd probably take it. Yeah, I mean, no, I'd definitely take it. Yeah. Over a fucking milky bar. No, if someone, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Please. This Ooh. is crazy. Bounty over like the staple Cadbury. Oh no, over the milky bar. Milky so. bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Every day yeah. of the week. Oh, That's 100%. a no brainer. You're treating a, no a bounty like a flake. Yes. Yeah. You're I treating a bounty like what's the other one we have? It's on the same level. So we're saying, you know, flake and caramel koala is what we've got in last resort. Would you say bounty is there? Right. Yeah. I, I say the bounty is like it's yeah, a tier like, below, man. It's a tier below bounty. Who touches that? I don't know. I, when I picture in my head untouched chocolates, there are cherry ripes, there might be Turkish delights, and there are bounties. I agree with that, but I don't think it's trash though. I changed my tune. Bounty's trash. It's untouched. Yeah, it's not touched. Yeah. Veronica's. I mean, I mean, look, I've had it a couple of times and. I know for a fact, Cherry Ripe and Bounty are the, probably the two chocolates that I've had probably historically, but I don't think I've ever touched them ever again. Mm. So when have you ever had a hankering for a bounty? I've never had a hankering for a bounty. I'll tell you that Look, much. Look, I'm not too fa- uh, fussed about where we put Bounty. I'm not, it's not like Cherry Ripe where I actually really like it. Bounty, I'm happy to put in trash. You, you, you decide us on this one. It's trash right, by there far. It's trash. Send it back. All right, Bounty goes into trash. Next up, we have Maltesers. Oh, I love putting these balls in my mouth. <laughs> these Ooh, I love little little brown balls in my mouth. These Maltesers. Oh, some honestly, I like them. I love them with popcorn, man. I know this might be a hot take. Nah, that's fucking feral, bro. That's <laughs> no, genuinely. I feral. like them with popcorn, dude. Nah. As a movie snack, it I can see works. it working. It works, dude. Trust me, it works. Also, the ads. Can we just respect the old Maltesers? The ads are ads? nice and creative. Should, I like the, that. The marketing, the marketing guys and Maltesers have done very well. I'm not, I'm not a fan of the most recent Malteser ad. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's just people in a cinema and they start or- orgasming, like literally having an orgasm while they eat Maltesers. Yeah, that's what, that wouldn't do anything. But the one me. before, the fan. You roll it down, the fan, let the, the fan, fan do its magic. The, yeah, oh. yeah. Or the girl in the roundabout, like in the car. Yeah, what is that? These are classic ones. It was pure, simple. The whole yeah, lot of yeah, yeah. showing and not telling the exactly. audience. Just great use of marketing. The thing I love about the Maltese are also the variations are lovely. Uh, the Maltese are Maltese gold. <laughs> Maltese are <laughs> yeah. double coat. Yeah. Lovely. The Can't MCU, go wrong. The Maltese are chocolate. Universe. Exactly. The, M- the MCU is... <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. A lot of chocolates, as we've discussed, have bad variations. Yeah. The Malteser variations, chef's kiss. I actually agree with that. Yeah, the Malteser variations Mal- not bad. For me, Malteser is one of the chocolates where I can just eat so much of it in one sitting. Like I can just yeah. sit there and demolish them, just keep going. And Great I value packs. Great value yeah. packs. Always on special, by the way, which I think- Is it? Yeah. Dude, I haven't Always. seen on special in a while. Always on special. So where are we putting Maltesers? Where I, does it sit? I think this is, this is just good. This is just good mm. chocolate. I, like, I don't see a goat. But like I, I will choose a caramel milk over Maltesers, but damn man, Maltesers, I will have a hankering for them time to time. So good. Agreed. 
Maltesers goes into the good. Alrighty, next up, we've got the lesser known Twix. I said lesser known, but not really. Um, it's just, I guess, less favored. Mm, what a, makes up a Twix? It's got the chocolate on the outside. The biscuit. It's got a thick biscuit and, and it's got, got the caramel. Caramel. Mm. Eh. Not the greatest caramel variation, I think. No. And my problem with Twix is the biscuit always tastes a bit off. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a bit dry, it's a bit crumbly, and it tastes like it's expired. It's like an old scotch finger or something. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah. that's exactly what it is. But it's like a scotch finger that's been sitting out in the air for like two days. Yeah. I feel like I've remembered recently you've offered me a Twix and I feel like you've bought a Twix and offered me some. Yeah. Where so was it that? is a chocolate you're choosing I'll, I'll to buy. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Yes, I remember when we went to the Women's World Cup back mm. in September. So he offered me a Twix. I had a hankering for a Twix that day. Interesting. I said, no, thank you. And I'll be honest, it wasn't a great Twix. So where do we see Twix going? It looks like you bought that chocolate as a last resort, maybe at the World Cup. And the experience was also uninspiring. Yeah, I'll tell you what it was. I looked at the chocolates. I saw the Twix was on sale and I'm like, I haven't had a Twix in a while. Let me go. remember what it tastes like. There you go. It's I think I remember even asking you, like questioning, you bought a Twix? Yeah. And you were just like, yeah, I wanted one. Uh, that's a question that came to mind. So that it should speak to like the level the of a Twix. Resort. Yeah, I, I just wanted to have a... Twix because you want to go down memory, memory lane. You know what? Yeah. yeah. And, and you realize why you blocked it out of your memory. Exactly. I realize yeah. why I haven't bought one in years. So yeah. Twix, last resort. All righty. Two more to go. Next up, we have Crunchy. I hate Crunchy. Who asked for a Crunchy? Well, like, what is up that? What is that texture? Why do I want the soft honeycomb and then the hard, whatever the fuck that is? I don't even know what that is. But do you bite into a Crunchy thinking it's nice and soft and you end up having to go to a dentist? And getting, you know, your tooth chipped or getting it fixed or whatever. Sounds like you may have a canal problem or a cavity. Dude, I just want a chocolate. I don't want dental work done. I like it. That shit is hard, bro. It's like eating a brick. This is what what I was saying before. Kinder Kinder Bueno, I don't really like the contradictory textures. Crunchy sells me that texture perfectly. Not only through its name. No, man. The first bite, man. I I love a bit of honeycomb, man. No. I love a crunchy. I, I love a crunchy, man. We were at a friend's house the other day. There was a favorites box. I was picking out the crunchies, dude. In the little, when it's in the little bite size, well, oh, yeah. have it all. I don't know Ooh. if I could take it in one bite, a crunchy. Dude, you couldn't, bro. What do you mean? No, I'm talking about the fav- favorites one is tiny. The snacks size I had in two bites. I'll level, but Maybe like getting that first bites for bite. me. It's a bit tough. It's crunchy. It dude, is tough. It gets like the hard stuff gets so chewy and it gets stuck in your teeth and delicious. Dude, it is the worst chocolate. I would say it, it is another one that's sort of tough to eat, tough to it's decipher. So in your hard mouth, to eat, you know? like like you said with the flake. There's, there's a bit, there's a bit going on in your mouth, a bit too much. I'd say. Senny, it sounds like you're low on calcium. I'm that's- scared to eat a fucking crunchy, bro. I will say, is crunchy better than a flake, flake and a Twix? Yes. Yes. yes, yes, it is. I'm putting it on that level. I would say crunchy is better than that, but is it crunchy better than Snickers? No, no. no. Then no. I think we know where we're putting it, Mix. This sounds like Crunchy does the job. It's serviceable. Serviceable for me. It is absolutely serviceable. All right. So Crunchy goes right in the middle. And that leaves us with one, our final one. So last up, we have Kit Kat. One of the all-time greats. Like Staple. classic. And dare oh. I say, one of the most valuable chocolates you can get in the market. Absolutely. Four bars. For the price of one. Four bars for the price of one. Honestly, class. And I love the idea of the break, man. The break and tear. Mm. I know they have that whole little segment there, but just 
Passing it down to four friends, man. Beautiful. Or, you know, if you're not that hungry, have one now, and then you can save the other three for later. Oh, I don't think I've ever successfully saved No, obviously cats. not. Yeah. I've had to, I've eaten all of them in one go. But, but dude, there's something satisfying breaking it perfectly, leaving the trio behind as you devour one, then you come back and, you know, bring it to a duo. Well, we have- From bro- squads to trios <laughs> to duos to solos. We have friend of the show, Rohan, who used to eat his Kit Kats by going- uh, Okay, that's- Like cross. That's fucked. That's <laughs> ah, a bit of fun. Do you remember? No, I forgot which chocolate it was, but he said he used to eat like a whole block of chocolate, like put the entire thing in his what? mouth, like basically suffocate himself. It was, it was the you know how you can buy large size Freddos and yeah. caramel quails. It was like two or three Freddos. He would devour, so it coats his mouth. Like his whole mouth you know when you eat so much chocolate that like you can't really swallow properly. Dude, he was glazing his throat <laughs> with chocolate. Anyways, <laughs> Kit Kat. Golden. Very good. In terms of Kit Kat about, Gold? Yeah, we talked about the variations. Kit Kat has the best variations. Kit Kat Caramel? Oh, oh that's the a cookies strong and one. cream? Ooh. Strong. What Very about the Japanese ones? The oh, green teas? The, the strawberry one? Strawberries, I assume there's black sesame, et cetera, et cetera. All solid. All of them are at least eight and a Eight out of ten and above. Kit Kat ice cream, not that great. I've never tried it. I haven't great. tried any of these. But we're talking about bar. the chocolate. So Just the chocolate. Just the chocolate. Is it as good as caramel? Oh, I want to say that it is. I think it might be. I think, I it, might think be. it might just be. Quite, I think Kit Kat is up there, dude. Yeah. Mm. It's one of the staples that just gets it right. Not from a design perspective, but also just from a taste perspective. Yeah. Like I haven't had a bad Kit Kat flavor. So the next question, is it better than a Snickers? Is it better than a Kinder Bueno? Is it better than normal M&Ms? Is it better than Maltesers? If I, if you gave me those four plus Kit Kat in there and you offered me one of them, I'm taking the Kit Kat. I think I would just take the Kit Kat agreed. I think it's a toss up. But uh, for me, good. Is it goat though? I don't know. I think it might be good. Look, Australia honestly has great chocolate. Like it really does when you compare it to other countries. So putting it in goat with the other two, I'm actually not too fast. What are we saying? I'm not strongly opposed to moving it to goat. I personally think it's good, but I think it's the borderline of good and goat, you know? Where do you want to put it, Sam? Can we create our own uh, Kit Kat? We're not creating a Kit Kat tier. I'm going to have to put in good. In good, okay. Unfortunately. All right. But, you know, a little asterisk there to know that, you know, we thought that it could be good. We gave it a thought. We that's gave it counts. a thought. All right. That's all the chocolates. And you run us through the entire tier list. Trash tea at the bottom. We have Cherry Ripe, Milky Bar, Bounty. Harsh on Bounty, if you ask me. In Last Resort, we have Caramello Koala, Flake, and Twix. In Serviceable, we have Mars, Dairy Milk, and Crunchy. In Good, we have Snickers, Kinder Bueno, M&M's Normal. Malt teasers and Kit Kat. And in the goat tier, we have Caramilk and Peanut M&Ms. Not a bad list. Not a bad oh, list. I'm happy with I'm that. I'm pretty happy with that. I think Dairy Milk has been done dirty here. Yeah, potentially. And maybe Cherry Ripe as well. No, definitely not. I would say just the Dairy Milk. Just Dairy Milk <laughs> is a contention. The rest, I think we've, you know, good spots. Yeah. All right, let us know how we went. That brings us to the end of an excellent episode, my friends. The chocolate tier list. I reckon that's going to be a banger. Let us know how we go. Um, you can find all of our prior episodes and clips on TikTok and or Instagram. You can find us on YouTube at Critical Banter. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please give us a five-star rating. We would absolutely appreciate it. And we'll catch you guys next week.